Social Media Serenity, podcast episode number 96. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name is Eric Fisher. We're here each and every week to give you the latest and greatest in the world of social networking, talking about what's going on with Facebook, Twitter, other social services, third-party services like LinkedIn. Well, actually, LinkedIn is its own network, but we talk about services that plug into those services to make those services more valuable. (laughs) We really should work on that that. (laughs) sometimes. (laughs) <laughs> anyway, I just realized that I played the wrong music last week, r- rounding out the show, which, by oh. the way, by last week, I mean like five minutes ago when we recorded uh, episode 95. But anyway, it's not a big deal. Today, we're going to be talking about all kinds of cool stuff in the world of uh, applications connecting to our other stuff. So yeah. what is Buffer App and why should we care? Okay, well, we've talked about Buffer App briefly before. It's where you can kind of, it's kind of like scheduling out tweets like you can do with Hootsuite for free or paid. I guess they have paid. Oh, that's right. Too. I remember this service. Well, and it's the one where it'll give you a buffer, but it won't buffer. It doesn't look to see what your current tweets are to, to accidentally keep you from tweeting on top of each other. Right. Okay. That was my. But you can optimize times and then leave those times set for good. So. Right. And then you'd have to kind of just remind yourself, it's like, you know what? This is my buffer time that would normally send out a tweet. So I should probably just hold off for 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. I think it's a good tool as far as promotional tweets go. You can go ahead and schedule those out for optimum times Mm -hmm. and then not worry about interacting times where you can just go ahead and go and it's like, hey, I see that. That's cool. Let me hit reply or retweet or something on somebody else's doing and then do the interacting live versus not maybe forgetting to send a tweet out that's important at a highly traffic time, according to your own follower base, because there is a way to do that. There are different ways to do that where you can find out when is the best time for your tweets to be sent out that the most of your, your followers will see actually see it. Oh, wow. That that's a tool built into their service. It's not built into this one, but it is out there. I've got it favorited somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) Tell you what, not next week when we have a show. Well, ne- when next week, when, by the time this is airing, I will have it in the show notes. How about that? All right. Uh, well, I, I tell you what, why don't you just bring that into ep- the next episode, episode 97, because then I don't have to go back and re-edit that's, show notes. Right, exactly. That's what right. I'm saying. Oh, that, that, that's what she said. Uh, right, exactly. <laughs> anyway. No, hey, I'll, I will find it and it will be in the next episode, not this current one okay. that we're recording right now. Right. I gotcha. Yeah. All right. So you want to know something funny is I don't know why I'm doing this because I, I decided because for whatever reason, I just decided not to implement Buffer app right away. But for some reason, I'm following Buffer app on Twitter, I, you know, twitter.com slash Buffer app. Oh, I think when you sign up, even if you're not using it, when you sign into it and create your account, uh huh, that that's one of those things that they have where you uncheck it ah, to, not, to not follow their one of account. Those services, yeah. Anyway, well, that seems often. That seems very odd to think that they only have eight thousand one hundred and one people who forgot to uncheck it. Uh, only, so, yeah. 
I'm following it on purpose. They tweet out some pretty good well, stuff. Well, that's what I was going to say is that um, I, for some reason, I'm following Buffer app because they're, they, I see them in my Twitter stream every time I go and sign in. And normally that would bug me to have a brand that I'm really not that connected to, but they tweet good stuff. They do. I mean, uh, 50, and, here's one, 15 free productivity tools to simplify your work life. Right. I'm interested in that. And, it, and it's not just all their stuff either. They li- they're linking to other people's content, which is exactly. great. Exactly. And, and to be honest, I've uh, actually had some interaction, and, and, and uh, Daniel Lewis has as well, of, with suggestions for them about the service. Like, hey, what about this? Or, hey, what about that? And they're like, oh, great suggestions. Thanks for sending that in. I mean, they're really encouraged and excited about building this thing out. So, Right. I wow. like it. Matter of fact, I'm looking at this link. I'm going to take this link and I'm going to add this to Business Tech Weekly for later for these 15, Sweet. 15 different things. So thank you, Buffer App, for, uh, for linking to this blog post, which, of course, yeah. I see now that Buffer App is one of the 15 apps. Uh, but still, very good. Very, very cool. I'll... I'll I'm going to link to that right now. Okay. So so the reason I bring it up again, though, is because I figured out a really awesome side use for this other than scheduling tweets, which is if you install the buffer, um, oh, what are they called? Is it extensions on Chrome? Uh, plugins. Plugins, which I, however you want to in, refer to it as. If you install that on... Extensions, you were right. Yeah. You install that on Chrome or Firefox or whatever. I think they have Firefox. Anyway, I'm using Chrome. Chrome's better. Um, if you install it and then go to Twitter.com and just look at the, the raw timeline, next to you've underneath where people's tweets are, it says however many, you know, six seconds ago or whatever. Then it'll say favorite, retweet, reply, and then it also has buffer. Oh. So what I what I can do is I can hit buffer the tweet comes up and I can either hit add to buffer, I can edit the text a little bit or hit tweet now. And that's how I can do a retweet the uh, original way versus the official way from twitter.com. From twitter.com. I like that. And I love, love, love it. That is a great use of buffer app. And I so may if else. possibly get me to sign up for it. Yeah. But probably not this week. (laughs) (laughs) Remind me again that I can do that the next time I complain about the retweeting. I will do that. All right. No, that's awesome. That's great. Uh, Thank you for sharing that, by the way. So, yeah, just a quick little tip. That's that's all I want to do. Throw that out there for you. Awesome. So, Buffer App. Again, awesome service that, that you might be interested in. All right. So, new state law makes posting distressing images a crime. What what's the story? How, what, by the way, what is a distressing image? I don't know. Something that's not fun. <laughs> okay. No. Um, let's see. It's it's t- for Tennessee, and it's from July first this year. Uh huh. And the state may punish you with jail time or fines should you quote transmit or display an image unquote online that has a possibility to quote frighten, intimidate, or cause emotional distress. Huh. Really? Yeah. A person with another, let's see, communicates with another person or transmits or displays an image in a manner in which there is a reasonable expectation that the image will be viewed by the victim by telephone, in writing, or by electronic communication without legitimate purpose. Uh, without legitimate purpose. 
with the malicious intent to frighten, intimidate, or cause emotional distress. What? Wait a second. So, do you remember the YouTube video where there's a car commercial, and there's supposedly you know a story that goes behind it that you know this is banned in Germany or whatever, and and uh, you know that because people are freaked out about this paranormal experience, you can you know if you listen real closely and uh, you can hear it say this and and stuff like that. So people are up really close to their computer and they're looking for the smoke and and they're <laughs> listening for this whisper of the sound that's supposedly captured into this car commercial. And then, of course, it's it, they say it comes right after the car goes behind the trees. As soon as it comes out, that's when you hear it. And then all of a sudden, the zombie jumps up on the screen, right. screams in the people. So all of a sudden, now you can... How long do you go to jail when you send that out on Twitter? A link to that on Twitter? It doesn't say. Oh. <laughs> it just it just says jail that, times are fine. It's a very distressing video. I, I it's funny because it's emotional distress. It is emotional distress because I once did this to my podcast audience. I actually told them about this story and and uh, I, I did it on my blog and I said watch <laughs> this and and I will tell you I had some people who were very angry with me. I mean and I'm not talking like oh that they were mad because I got them. I'm telling you, they. I had about five, ten people who literally told me that you should never do something like that, and here's why. And and they were very upset. And I'm like, seriously, it was a joke. Come on. And yeah. uh, but no, they were they were upset. And so so now uh, there's a state law that makes uh, that that illegal. And how how do you? Inf- I mean, online is borderless. So yeah. how do you enforce that? I have no idea. And and also down here, it it says here that where who is this guy? The law professor um, from UCLA is t- is talking about. He's saying that this law is unconstitutional because it's a very vague law. Yeah, I mean the, um, the law does read quite vague. I mean, and th- there's pictures of some people's kids that might like, yeah. <laughs> might fall Any- into this. Don't share the pictures of your <laughs> of your kid on Twitter. Uh you, you could spend some time in jail in Tennessee. Yeah. Anyway. It's, it's I mean it's saying literally it's almost literally saying if anybody could ever possibly be offended by anything you post, whether it's a video or a picture, then you could be held legally accountable for it <laughs> for them for their perspective of being offended by it oh. even if you're you were in not intending to well i don't know yeah. I, I, there's some there's some language about that you intend to frighten well but it also say, but it also says nothing in the the law requires that the picture be of the victim only that it be distract, distressing to, to the, the victim. victim. Oh my so God. that literally means that like, if I'm not the victim of whatever you're posting, but I suddenly get this huge emotional reaction to it, I don't have to be the victim. I could be offended and now I can call you into account. Now, do I have to be in Tennessee when I see this image? Or send it even, or post it. But if we're not from Tennessee, I don't know. And as <laughs> like, what I'm so not, can we? So can we tweet? Can we filter our tweets to where it says, you know, what, I'd like to send this twit pic picture out, but please do not send it to anybody who's in Tennessee. Yeah, I guess <laughs> this is crazy. I well, you can do that on Facebook. You can post a status update, or a, a, you know, you can post things on there and say, show this to everybody or every friend except for everyone in Tennessee. 
Can, can you do that geographically? I think you can, or at least you would have to create a group of all my Tennessee <laughs> friends on Facebook. <laughs> I can imagine right now, it's like, oh, I'm on my way through to Florida. Oh, wait, I'm getting ready to cross the Tennessee line. Please let me go and unsubscribe from this group for a while. Right. <laughs> while I drive through the state. Ugh, anyway. Uh, yeah, I... <laughs> that sounds crazy. All right. Facebook is testing real time. What's happening now? Have you looked at this? Because I saw this news headline and I couldn't care less. So tell me I what, saw it what and is didn't it? really see it come into play. I thought, oh, it'll show up anytime. And it really kind of hasn't oh. as, as far as I can tell. So, it, I mean, it, happening, it's called happening now. Yeah, it, it would be over on the side where the ads usually are. So, so maybe I wouldn't mind. Um, okay. It would take the place of the ads, but it would literally be like if you're sitting there in a, in a um, social media dashboard of some sort and you see the live tweets come in, but mm. it would be Facebook posts of your friends. Yeah, I don't see anything. No, nothing there. Okay, moving along. So, it, happening it, now. It happen. it, has anybody seen happening now? And if you have, uh, give us a call and let us know. That would be awesome. It says it's only testing the feature with a fraction of a percent of Facebook users. Oh, a fraction users. of a percent. Okay. <laughs> but may expand it to more people in the coming weeks. Okay, so it's something they're testing out, and we'll see what their real-time thing is when, when we see it, if yeah. we see it. All right, Twitter goes after twitter.com cyber squatters. Okay, tell us about this one. Well, if you look carefully at what that says with twitter.com, it's not T-W-I-T-T-E-R. Oh, this is the 1T one. Yeah, it's it's T-W-I-T-E-R. And it's somebody who is not necessarily... They wouldn't have a case... The site was not around. Congratulations. You have been selected to take part in an anonymous 30-second survey. As a thank you for your time, you'll have the opportunity to receive an exclusive reward. Start. I remember this. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I once typed in Twitter.com with one T, and I'm like, what in the world is this? And it's got the, it's got the Twitter kind of uh, look and feel and color and scheme and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's so from what the article says, they are saying that Twitter wouldn't have a case because this article was or this uh, site was around before them. However, it has changed hands ownership that is, and it looks a lot like somebody who is trying to cash in on on misspells in URLs. Yeah, I I I'd so, ha- I'd have to disagree. It, I mean, any judge that doesn't see this as an infringement upon their trademark yeah oh yeah is is out of their mind uh because number one it says down here all rights reserved this is an advertisement this website is not uh by or affiliated with twitter with two t's uh and it says participation required but uh, you know i don't care if this site was owned beforehand I mean, their background is exactly the same kind of background that Twitter has used on their homepage. The the bar at the top, the color yeah. scheme. Th- this is so 100% designed to get people to think that, hey, I just signed into Twitter and, oh, congratulations, they're doing a promotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's suspect, highly suspect. Oh, my goodness. It, it, it's ridiculous. And so... So Twitter's going after it, and uh, wh- so basically, what's the status right now? 
as far as I can tell, there's not anything, there's no new information. This, this article's from about a week and a half ago, so... And and it's legal stuff, so it could legal take for a, a while. All right. Well, we'll we'll take a, we'll keep an interest uh, or an eye on on what's going on there. All right. Social networking accounts uh, one for every six minutes spent. Oh, it accounts for uh, one out of every six minutes spent online. Hmm. That's interesting. I don't know. Do you do you believe it? I believe it, but it's not true for me. Okay. Yeah, that no, social that makes sense. networking. Yeah, accounts spent for. Uh, I wonder how they're. Tra- I, I hope they're not tracking like Facebook logins to other services. I don't know social yeah. networking accounts because I'm I'm thinking about you know time spent interacting with Twitter, time spent with LinkedIn, time spent with MySpace, time spent with Facebook. That's what I'm hearing when I hear that. Is that mm-hmm. is that what they're saying? Yeah, I mean, anything that's considered social networking. So, okay, because um, that's what yeah. there's. Because here they're not using the word accounts as a social networking account. Okay. They're saying it accounts for one of every six okay. minutes. So, so it, would podcasting and reading a blog would that account for social networking? I don't know because I I feel that we would consider it very similar and probably part of that. Some people wouldn't. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I don't, I mean, what, what are they saying? I mean, is there, there, are they touting in the article? Are they saying that, you know, there's some concerns about this or this is a good thing. This is something that you should take notice of so that you can think about how you market your business. Is there any kind of angle to this article? Not really. It's just math. It's just basically saying we're measuring we're the traffic a, to these sites. We're spending a lot of time networking with each other socially online. Right. Gotcha. Well, I, I guess I guess that makes sense. And especially if if re- connecting and reading other people's blogs, blogs and thoughts online and and interacting on their sites and reading their mail from their mailing list. I mean, yeah, okay. I mean, uh. T- I, I guess I would be surprised that it's not more than that. Right. I mean, what else do you do online? I mean, other than interact with people in a, I mean, I don't know. I, I, th- I think that they need to do a lot to, to, to uh, define what they mean by social networking. Yeah. And they don't, they don't truly do that in here. Yeah. They give some different comparisons between traffic to sites like between Facebook and MySpace. But even that, it's, I mean, really? They, they passed each other. Facebook passed MySpace as far as um, unique visitors back in, it says here, May of 09. Yeah. So, and, and ever since, Facebook, uh, MySpace has gone down while Facebook's has gone exponentially higher. Right. So, hmm. I, I don't. I, yeah, I mean, anyway, it, it's share of total time spent online is what they've got as the final blog in, or the in, final in something called social networking. Yeah, which we don't know what that is. So it's not as ex, as explainable as they make it out to be. All right, what is keepstream.com? Let's see. That was something we mentioned last week. And oh, that's right. That was a I new service this. that we were going to look at, right? Yeah. 
keepstream.com. It was actually two weeks ago, Eric, by the way. Well, you're right. I'm, I've got lost in the time spring stream. <laughs> We're, we're, it was last week as we were recording this, but it, it's uh, this is going out on the 30th. Uh, so basically, this is organize your tweets, whether it's conference chatter, launch uh, buzz, or fun conversation. Save those tweets, organize them, and embed them on your website. So let's see if this video has any kind of audio that explains it. So Keepstream helps you collect, organize, and share the best of the web. Create beautiful collections of links and social media that you can share on Twitter or Facebook or embed directly onto your website. On Keepstream.com, click the big create button to start building collections. On the left side, you can access all sorts of tweets and Facebook posts, including search. Okay. In this example, we'll search for the keyword election on Twitter and add an item simply by clicking the plus. Oh. Or you can also drag and drop by clicking and holding the plus and pulling the item over. Actually, I'm watching this video. This looks very interesting. One of the best parts about Keepstream is our Keep It bookmarklet. The first time okay. you create a collection, click the Keepstream icon and drag the bookmarklet to your bookmarks bar. Then when you're on a website that you want to save, just hit Keep It. The links that you save will be available to add to your collections. Huh. On the right, you can sort. Your so basically, this helps you build like a little embeddable timeline that you could share in your blog. Like, for example, there have been times when I said, you know, um, uh, let's see here. You know, there was a time when I did a blog post on how people don't want to skip episodes of podcasts that they, you know, they feel pressure when they're three or four episodes behind on a podcast. They they don't want to delete those and just listen from where they are now. They actually they they intentionally are trying to get caught up, not skipping any of them. Right. And so I sometimes will do a search on Twitter saying behind on podcasts and do that as a phrase search and, and pull those out. And I've done some copy and paste and created images. This would allow me to easily do a search like that, add them to a list, and it will actually create like this embeddable thing that I could put in my blog post. But my question is, of course, you know, what happens if their service goes away? But I could, right. see, but I could still see building. I could still see using Keepstream to build it, and then screen cap it, and then upload the vid, uh, the image to my site so that it's there. And, but it looks all nice and pretty, and I don't have to manually build it myself. Yeah, I think it's a good tool. Keepstream. I'm gonna keep it. It's a keeper. All right. All right. So what's okay. the other one? the The other one is bottlenose.com. Did we? It's still they're in alpha and they're not you can register for the beta and it, they say it's a smarter way to surf your stream oh okay well so still nothing on that one all right so we'll for take, now we'll, we'll take that one off the list because if they're going to be that vague we won't care until we hear something else all right chrome extension lets you plus one tweets um why would we want a plus one tweets well, what this would do... Now, we've talked about Google's Plus One in the past, and that actually did it? go live. Are you using it? I don't necessarily go out of my way to use it, but it's installed, so... Okay. But here's the thing. If, say, somebody... Because tweets come up in Google searches from time to time, mm -hmm. if you wanted to add some Google juice say, to a particular tweet of yours, 
Right. You could have people go and hit plus one on that tweet so that it would show up more in, in Google. Gotcha. In search results. So that's, that, that's in a nutshell what this does. Okay. So I can see a benefit for it. I just don't know that I'm going to go out of my way and, and use it. But it, it, you have to have a Chrome extension to do this? Yes. And it's only on Twitter.com, I guess, that it works? Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably not going to do so, that. So, <laughs> gotcha. All I- right. Interesting, maybe not useful. All right, well, we'll, we'll see if, if, you know, of course, I, I wonder why, the, is there a like button for tweets? There's not. So this kind of equivalates that in some senses. Hmm. Interesting. A, a lot of people say, we well, don't need a like button for Twitter because that's what the retweet's for. Well, not necessarily. No, not at all. There's been plenty of times that I would like something, but I wouldn't retweet it. Right. You know? And I'm not, a, you know, the more I think about it, I'm not a huge fan of the like button. Uh, you know, because you get, I, you remember before the like button happened, I'd get a lot of comments from people that that would comment on something, but now yeah. they, they just like it. You know, it's just like, oh, okay, well, hey, how you doing? You know, <laughs> where before it was, it was a little conversational starter. You know, it's like, hey, I like this, and it's like, cool, I'm glad you liked it, and 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 it was a little bit, but now it's it's just like, oh, okay, I get all these notifications, and I don't feel, I don't like, I just don't feel like a response is necessary to say, hey, Eric, you know, thanks for liking this. Right. It, it, it's weird. And so I think the like button on Facebook has done more to kind of take away conversation from Facebook. It takes away conversation, but it still drives it up in the top news. Yeah. The more likes you get. So Mary says in our chat room, she says, I think Facebook needs a dislike button for when my friend posts bad news. Yeah. 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 Cause you don't want somebody to post, man, I just, you know, insert bad news here and have people click like. Yeah. They need, Facebook needs a dude that sucks button, <laughs> right? <laughs> they they need a name. They need to label your own button button. Twitter needs a that's so MySpace button underneath. <laughs> <the thing. laughs> oh, that's hilarious! All right, uh, I like that. That was good. All right, so what do we have next? When it it when is it okay to send fake retweets? This is, <laughs> what's this? This is interesting. I this, this has read to it, go out to Daniel Lewis, by the way, because he's right. the king of fake retweets. Yeah, well, that's what I thought this was going to be about. But what it really got into was literally the now. Where is it? It was political. Uh-huh. It, it was that the National Republican Senatorial Committee Twitter account sent out fake retweets as if they came from Barack Obama or other different Democratic, the other side of the fence, you know, politicians, basically doing what Daniel usually does. (laughs) (laughs) So they're like, uh, retweet at Barack Obama. My budget failed, but wait till you see the Democrats' budget. (laughs) And then gives a, uh, a website for it, which refers to a blank page. Nice. So... So I mean it's it's funny but it's kind of out of line. Yeah. At least at least especially with, for politics. At least for Daniel he puts fake retweet in like a hashtag. Right. But uh yeah, I don't know. I I think it just depends on the integrity of the people you're following. So I I think, you know, if if people want to do fake retweets then, you know, it's it's no longer I mean, what's the difference in saying, "Hey, Eric just said this." 
You know, it's it's just lying, right? Right. I think it's okay to fake retweet within reason and with a disclaimer. With, yeah. I, I I've not been I've never been offended by any of the fake retweets that Daniel Lewis has done, but I don't know that I really want people to even think that I may have said something that I didn't say, right. and and read it that says at you know retreat at GSPN and he said this and then all of a sudden that's all they glance at and they don't actually look at the hashtag right that says that he didn't really say that so i mean i'm i've not been offended i'm not hurt or anything like that but you know the thing is is when you hit retweet there are some people who do you know especially if you know depending on how much they trust you you know as as the person if you put it out there people are going to think that i really said something like that so i i don't know i, I i'm not opposed to it but you know it, it's it's more of a, a joke and gag kind of thing and that's not how i use social media personally so yeah for me, I'm like, you know, let's keep it real. Let's keep it authentic and let's keep it uh, moving forward and positive and, and doing some fun stuff. But some people are like, they like to use it for fun and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, with some humor involved and I get that and, and I kind of just ignore it when it happens. Yep. All right. So iOS, why no Facebook integration? Okay. So this was, uh, this was uh, actually in relation to another story that you shared. Was it? Yes. Oh, so I, so I misunderstood. What was it that I shared? I don't know. There was some kind you, of... Oh, you it, was, it, was, it, was Barack, oh, it was Barack Obama is now going to officially start using Twitter. Gotcha. That's what it was. And they're going to mark it where the tweets that are his are actually marked as yeah. coming from him. Yeah. So basically, there, there was a big story out there that Barack Obama is coming back to Twitter again as the president of the United States tweeting for himself, which you got to admit is pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. Regardless of political views, that's groundbreaking history. Yep. So, yeah. And so my question to you when you shared that story is, hey, I think this is a great topic for social media serenity. You know, and the question I would have is why? Why not Facebook? You know, why, why, why is he using Twitter? But then I read, the, I clicked, I did go through and read the story a little bit further and found out that he's also going to be posting his own updates to his Facebook fan page as well. Or that he may not be. Now, the thing is, it's, it's not necessarily that the story didn't say that he's physically going to type them in. It's just going right. to say that but they'll still be his words. It, they'll be his words that are meant to be shared, and so he's probably got some kind of intern that will go and type these into these two different services. But it, I, I thought the story here was be, going to be that you know basically not only has Steve Jobs, uh, who I think is probably no, I'm not going to go. Okay, scratch that. <laughs> okay, not only has Steve Jobs announced that Twitter is the official integrated service of the iPhone. But now you have the president of the United States who's choosing Twitter over Facebook. For that's where it ties in. So that's where I, I was going to go with that. But it turns out that he's actually also going to use Facebook as well. Although there is no mention of MySpace. Yeah. yeah. Well. Anyway. Uh, you know what? I here's. Can I share something with you? Sure. I am not somebody, and I'll I'll leave this out as as unpolitical as possible. Uh, but anyway, uh, twitter.com slash Barack. Uh, let's see here. Barack Obama. 
I am going to tell you that, and I'm just confirming this, that why do I have a hard time spelling his name? How do you spell Barack? B-A-R-A-C-K? Yeah, there it is. I, I leave out the C. Anyway, so I am not following him. I want to tell you that I am not somebody who voted for Barack Obama. Um, and I have never had an interest in following him. But when I read this story, I want to tell you that I went to Twitter and knowing that Barack Obama was going to, as the president of the United States, start sending out his own tweets on his own Twitter account. I want to tell you, I went to Twitter to follow it, but I am not following it. And do you want to know why? Why? Because the only tweets on his streams that are from him are the ones that have dash bo on at the end of them, and right. there his Twitter stream is very full of twi- there, the the amount of tweets that are his is probably well matter of fact so far there's only one <laughs> <laughs> one out of one thousand three hundred seventy eight tweets. And since that story came out, there's been two new tweets to his stream that were not from him. And so I don't want, I, I would follow him if this was just him, if it was just tweets from him. But the yeah. rest of the rest of it, it's, it's from his campaign. And, and matter of fact, I clicked on meet Alex, a follower of four who's spending his summer learning how to be a community organizer. Watch the video. And I clicked on it and it's a video for somebody who's volunteered to help serve in his 2012 campaign. What they really ought to do is separate out to where he's got his own Twitter account that yes. people can follow him on. Yep. And then if he's even smarter, he will occasionally retweet something. Yes. But that be the extent of it. I, I, I am not a supporter of Barack Obama, but I would follow him on Twitter if all the tweets were from Barack Obama. I would follow the president of the United States that's, on Twitter. That's exactly what I'm saying. But I am not. And going there's to- our title. <laughs> I exactly, but I am not going to follow the campaign right updates from some campaign manager who's also posting to that stream. It's kind of like yeah. saying, you know what, follow follow at GSPN, you know. Uh, but just so you know, my assistant's randomly going to throw out all kinds of promotional stuff, the things that she thinks that you should be interested in as well. And yeah. and and oh, by the way, my kids are also going to be tweeting on my stream as well. You know, no. so. I, I won't follow politics on Twitter, but I would follow the leader of America. I would too. You know, a but high up official. Are, so let me ask you, are you following Barack Obama? Uh, no, I, it didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Well, I, I tell you what, I went there, I went there to follow him. And, and when I learned that his campaign is, is tweeting out, you know, campaign propaganda, then then now you know I, matter of fact and, and and it's not just it's not just that i'm not a supporter of him i mean i would i'm not going to follow the campaign of any political person it's not and that's that's more why i didn't go there yeah it's like but i but you know what i you know whoever's running i don't even know who all's running for president for the republicans just yet um and once they figure that out then then i'll you know if that person had a twitter stream would i follow the person yes would I follow the person's Twitter ID that had his name on it or her name on it or whatever name on it and was also sharing it with the campaign staff who was posting campaign stuff? No, I wouldn't. It doesn't matter. It, it, for me, it's it's about, you know, I don't, if I want to follow the brand, I'll follow the brand. There, I'm not saying I'll, I will never follow somebody that's not a person. 
but but I but like what you said, they should separate. They should have the you know Obama two thousand twelve, and then they should have at Barack Obama. Yeah, I I totally agree. That's so. There you go. So I'm just saying, Barack Obama, you could have more than eight million followers probably if if you would if you would just follow my advice. He should follow our advice. He should eight million seven hundred ninety eight thousand one hundred ten. It's actually pretty sad. <laughs> That's all he has. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that it, it has a lot to do with it. All right. Um, and then uh, let's see here. Google launches tool for online rep. Oh, my gosh. Not another one. So it's Google Clout. I have no idea. I barely looked at this one. This was one that that you emailed me and I threw it in thinking, well, we got we got to put that in the show notes. Uh, as far as Google managing all my different stuff online. I mean, I have a Google account, but Oh, online rep. No, this is, uh, this is actually reputation management. So that, so this is when I'm I logging see, in now. Yeah. Okay. It says Google has introduced a tool that helps you manage search results for your name. Uh, the tool me on the web is what it's called. Oh, great. Uh, is now included in the Google dashboard in between account information and analytics. So uh, let, let's go there real quick. Let me go to google.com and uh, let's see account information. I don't see me on Google. Uh, let's see here. I am looking for all of this even more. Um, I'm not saying me on Google anywhere. And so now I'm going to do control. Uh, let's see here. Me on Google. Yeah, okay. Never mind. I don't see it anywhere. Yeah, I don't see it. Yep. So I don't see it anywhere. But anyway, this is a Mashable article. It says the tool, me on Twitter, is now located on the dashboard. Your on it says here, uh, let's see, your online identity is determined not by what you post, but also by what other people post about you. Uh, whether a mention in a blog post, uh, a photo tag, or a reply, public status update, uh, Google explains. So basically, this they're giving you five ways that you can clean up your identity. And maybe, is, I wonder if this is going to be a way to help bury some things that people are saying about you negatively online. Could be. Actually, that's the wrong music. I'm going to play the right music this time because I know you have to run for a meeting. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, do, do we need more online reputation management? I guess maybe we do, especially when Google is concerned. We'll have to see because theirs is like one of the biggest pieces of it. So the, the big thing here is the question is, can you determine what shows up when people search your, search your name? And I thought that that was supposed to happen with like Google profiles. Like if I do a search for Cliff Ravenscraft... I thought my Google profile was the first thing that was supposed to pull up, but still, um, I just t- I did a search for Google profile and uh, the my or, or I'm sorry for Cliff Ravenscraft. My Google profile is not even the first thing on the page. It's not even on the first page. Weird. So anyway, well, folks, that's going to wrap it up for this week. We'll be back again next week with another episode of Social Media Center Entity. Until then, we encourage you to join the community.